Hey guys, so quick little case study here. And one thing you always want to be labeling your rides in Training Peaks. So, number one, if you ever get a consultant or a coach or have someone help you look through your files, it all doesn't just say cycling because the person's not going to be able to easily go through and scan everything that you've been doing. But also, when you come out and you have a race and you're flying, you're going to want to be able to look back one year, two years, three years later and say, what did I do exactly before that? And you'll be able to quickly scan through the types of workouts you were doing, how you performed on the workouts, what audibles you had to make. But we have an athlete that has some A races coming up in two months. And really, I mean, you you can't change them too much in two months, right? But they need some structure. They don't know how to go into races and they don't know exactly what they should be doing now. And with about a week into a recovery week, they had made the comment like, I have no pop in my legs. I don't know what I should do right now. And so I was talking about this with Craig. Number one, how does the athlete know that they don't have pop when they're in the fifth day of their rest week? Because they should be resting. They should not know if there's pop, right? Um, What you would find out is what I consider a power dip test when you go and you test the durations on the PD curve that are lower than what the PD curve predicts. That's what you would go test. And that's when you're going to really know if you came out rested. Most of the time people set lifetime or season PRs each time because you have so many watts in your legs. It hurts like hell. But if you test sub three minute durations, you're going to perform pretty well. Even if you don't set a good PR, it's good to get another really solid 90 day number in there. So we were talking, okay, this guy sort of overtrained. He had even made the comment, I think I've ridden too hard too much. And a good way that you can look at this is go look at the Polarized Training Weekly Report. You need to be careful of the durations and the percentages because they can be misleading. But right away, he had ridden, he rides about 12 to 16 hours consistently, does not rest. And the last week he had 30 minutes above 85% VO2 max. That's about 4% of his total riding, which is a solid chunk. If you looked at my 85% values, since I do a lot of threshold and right now I'm coming through base, it's 1% or less. And that's also because I have a lot of hours. But uh, that's a pretty common number for a normal week around a percent. If you look at a guy like Patrick Wally right now, who's racing a ton, doing a ton of Zwift and has less hours because he's raising a child and has a very young baby, you're going to see much higher numbers between four to 8%. So, you know, look at different weeks to get your, remember, obviously the more you ride, the percentage is going to be lower. Look at the total time. A good workout is going to have about 15 to 20 minutes above 85 or 90%. So this guy had 30 minutes in one week. So that could indicate that he did two solid VO2 max workouts, or he could have just gone way too hard at group rides five days out of the week. You don't know. You got to look back and see what the rides are labeled. But what we noticed was 4% of that... um, It was a 12-hour week, was above 85% VO2 max, and that's when he started to feel like, I feel like I rode too much. 
And he did. It just kind of like was the last little piece that cracked him. He's tired. And now he's trying to, are you going to absorb that? Probably not. Your body, once you start resting, is really going to go on, go into a little shutdown mode. So what we're suggesting, we're going to have him, since he has eight weeks to these races, go through and let's just hit some FTP stuff. Um, why? Because I don't think going through VO2 max now with races eight weeks out is a good idea because it could just be too much. The other thing is he's super strong compared to his peers in terms of watts per kg. Now, being someone that just linked up with us, we don't know much about his capacity. How does he do 90 minutes, two hours into a race? We'll find out. But this is what I always tell new athletes. It's like you're going to a barber for the first time. We might not get your um, sideburns exactly how you like them or you want to do your neck a different way. You learn that as you go back each time. And there's only so much you can take in from someone's power files in terms of applying it to their racing because half each of those is half of the equation, right? Like you might be the strongest guy ever, but I will not tell someone, dude, you're going to just crush this race based on watts because that's not racing. My watts per kg chart, it's good. It's nowhere near as much as I've won because number one, I've had amazing teammates. Number two, I'm craftier than a lot of people, and that's what I've had to use and had to learn how to do because I'm not the strongest guy in the race. So just remember to label your rides, to look at the big picture. If you're not feeling good, look and see why. I mean, this was he just rode too hard too much, and it just cracked him the past week. And I think the term cracked is overused. You know, we say we do a ride and we get cracked. We've overtrained and someone cracked. Overtraining is super serious. Most people don't overtrain. They just get really tired. Remember, you get really tired, might feel good. But if you get too tired, if you really just drill yourself into the ground, you're not absorbing that. Your body's freaking out like, I'm trying to survive. As cyclists, you know, we start to think that riding 60, 80, 100 miles isn't that long. <laughs> Tell someone that doesn't ride you rode 100 miles and it puts it in perspective to what we're really doing. So good case study on how do you get someone race ready? Maybe we'll do a follow-up. Let's see how this guy does in two weeks. Um, it's always interesting when someone comes to you with an A race in eight weeks. It's like, all right, we're, we're just going to try and get you teed up as best as possible and really the recommendation for most people is less is more because most people are riding too hard too often. So that's one thing I was talking to Craig about when we hit the VO2 max about five weeks out. It's going to be two workouts or it's going to be one workout and a group ride on the weekend. If the athlete can show us a previous ride where there's actual quality in it, it's not just 30 second smashes all over the place that are anaerobic. He's going to benefit more from actual VO2 max classic durations. Um, I'd want him to do like some hard start three-minute efforts, uh, a classic five-minute effort before the race, and just activating those systems and also mentally getting prepared. If you can do five-by-fives VO2 max, most of the time in a race, you're not going to VO2 max like a five-minute interval, right? You're not trying to pace it perfectly. You're going to be chasing someone down or attacking off the group that's more of those hard starts. So remember, 
I'm a big fan of changing up the stimulus. I talk about that all the time, but I also change up the VO2 max workouts within the VO2 max system because you're working a system. You're not just working power. We're not talking maximal aerobic power. We're talking the physiological system. So I, I just, yeah, big believer in that. It's worked really well for, I hate saying all my athletes because um, that that just, all, nothing's ever 100%. A lot of my athletes do really well with that type of cycling. And my last comment on that is VO2 max is super hard. If you're doing five by fives on Tuesday, Thursday, Tuesday, Thursday, Tuesday, Thursday, I don't know about you, but for me, by the second Tuesday, I'm like, oh, I got to go do this. Whereas when it's hard start eight by three and then a five by five and then a six by four, each one is slightly different that I'm like, all right, I'm going to crush this one. And if you fail the five by five, guess what? You're going to come in like, all right, five by five, I'll get you next time. But today, six by four, you're going down. Cycling, it's a lifestyle. Figure it out. Let's get it. Hope you have a great day. See you. Bye.